What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. They can help you find work in any industry with just one interview at Express. You have a connection to endless jobs, whether you want a contract job, a new full-time role, or a summer job. Choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has more than 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit expresspros.com today to find a location near you. Summer is almost here and I'm so excited to go on vacation with my kids next month. We love going anywhere warm with a beach. I always make packing harder than it needs to be, but this year I'm doing all of my summer shopping at Macy's. I can find everything I need from bathing suits, sandals, summer dresses, shorts, even towels and sunscreen at Macy's. Whether you're packing for a destination vacation or planning a backyard staycation, Macy's has what you need. You can shop top brands like Levi's, Dolce Vita, Lacoste, and more. Shop at Macy's.com slash own your style. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. Wind Down with Jana Kramer, an iHeartRadio podcast. This week's Thursday Therapy, we're going to take a different spin on it. And we're going to talk all about millennial with Kate Kennedy. So she actually got started. She actually got to quit her job because she made this famous doormat. And then she then quit her job. Now is writing books, has podcasts all about pop culture and millennial things. So considering, wait, are we a millennial? What are okay, we? I actually need to know. That was one of my questions. No, I think we're, we're supposed to be, but I don't count us as. Is a what? <laughs> I go 1983 is a what? Oh, yeah, no, we're millennials. So it says, yeah. what's the cutoff? 96, friend. Yeah, Circa 1981. 82, but just into 82. I don't feel like I am a millennial. Oh, friend, you are. If you dance to Usher on Super Bowl, mm. you're a millennial. Let's get Kate on. Okay, so take us back. Because when I was reading your bio, I was like, wait, what? What? You started selling doormats on mm-hmm. Etsy. And you were doing what job then? I worked in like corporate market research and like TV ratings and stuff. Um, and with like marketing effectiveness for advertisers, it's a lot of buzzwords. But I, like a lot of millennials, wanted to monetize my hobbies, you know, follow my dreams my dumb dreams and uh i started a doormat company when i was nervous about like burning down my apartment you know that episode of friends where phoebe or rachel burns down phoebe's apartment with a straight or a hair straightener so i started putting turn off your curling iron and turn off your straightener on doormats so it's like a welcome mat but instead it reminds you of stuff on your way out and calls it a reminder mat and they kind of took off for like forgetful people like me and um so like yeah i left my job and i've kind of been uh swinging from vines of self-employment ever since you're just, I mean, at first of all, I love that because you're, you're trying to almost like you're inventing yourself as you go. That's at least what I'm trying to do. Like a, I, I feel like I'm talking to a soulmate. When I read your bio, first of all, I'm a huge fan of alliteration. So Kate Kennedy really hits me, feels real good to me. But um, Wait, for the dummies over here, alliteration is what? Like the same letter. Like starts. Roman Russell. Exactly. Like Roman Russell. Yeah. So that's called Huge what? fan. 
Alliteration. Alliteration. Love Lily. Lion uh-huh. Lockhart. For Legend. Example. Wild. It was fine. Oh. No, okay. <laughs> He's the middle. That's her kids. <laughs> um, anyways, it was funny because I was like reading your bio and I'm like, I actually feel like you're my soulmate. Like it's this like jack of all trades, like just kind of going with the flow, seeing where it takes you. And I like that about you. How old are you? I'm 36. Hey, so, so you're younger on the millennial side then. No, wait. You're not a millennial. I think I'm like the, ex- yes, I, I'm the exact median. So it's 80. Okay. It's like 81 I'm right here. I've got an 81 to 96, technically. 96, yeah. A Gen Z is um, 97 to 2012. Um, mm-hmm. But I feel like that's the millennial way. We create. We create. We curate. We do. And we then, pave. Yeah. And then we just fucking figure it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And we like we link, link along the way. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I think what's so cool about millennials is like we were the first to you know create and thus define what it meant to like have an online persona. Like we came of age during the information age, the most seismic you know technological shift of the 20th century, the internet. So like we built our dreams in a world that no longer exists. So I think there's some people that like really rooted themselves in the traditions and some people that were like, well, now all these opportunities are out there. Like, let me see if I can shape shift and pivot and kind of maximize it. And I hate when people view it as like job hopping or whatever. It's like, I don't, why wouldn't we harness opportunities available to us? So yeah, I've just tried a lot of stuff and podcasting and writing is what stuck. The one after millennials, so they're called Gen Zs. Would you rather be a Gen Z millennial or Generation X, which is... X is 65 to 80. I married an X. Yeah. X is like, they don't have people coming at them from both sides. Like boomers hate millennials and Gen Z kind of makes fun of how cringy we are. But Gen X, I feel like kind of chills in the middle. So I feel like that's nice for their like moniker. I don't know. I love being a millennial. The whole point of the book is like, it's not inherently cringy to have been born between 83 and 96. Like people give us a hard time for skinny jeans and side parts and whatever the hell else we do talking about like our Harry Potter houses or something. But I think that we're really dynamic because of when we came of age and yeah, I'd, I'd be a millennial. I, so I never identify as a millennial. I should talk for a living. <laughs> Speaking of talking for a living, Gate. Um, you don't like being a millennial? I just have never identified as one. I'm sorry. Did you watch the Super Bowl in, in my way? In yeah, but I think it's way. like I was doing different things during Usher than like Kate was what when were you she doing? was listening and not something I'm going to comment on at Eastern Michigan University. Like Usher means something different to me than it does to her. I mean, I was grinding in middle school. Wow, Kate. Oh. <laughs> Promiscuous <laughs> middle school. <laughs> I feel like everyone did. That's Gay? true. We did the tootsie. I was no, I was the tootsie roll. <laughs> we rolled. We didn't grind. In this, this is the most forty-year-old <laughs> moment. I t- I tootsie rolled. I get it, Kramer. <laughs> no, but I did see. This is very sidebar, and we're going to get to your book. I promise. And we're going off on tangents. But I saw this really funny TikTok where it was like, you know, you're a millennial or um, basically mom too. When it's like, she's like, we we raised the roof. We like, we did see her all. So we like, there's who, who said that? Somebody said it. Did it, was it you? Probably, but I can't, I wish people could see what you do when you're doing Tootsie Roll every time. <laughs> she looks like a like, mom on the dance we floor at a wedding. We raised their roof. We Tootsie Rolled. We like, there was so many of them. And I mean, I was, I was crying laughing. Like, cause I'm like, that's a millennial. That's just what we did. But I don't know. I, I personally prefer, I like being a millennial. I don't 
know if I love Gen Zs. They seem a little give to me without working hard enough. It's kind of my, some of them that I've come across. Not to stereotype all of them. I think it is hard though, like what you're saying and like you're stuck in between because I know I quit teaching. I remember my dad had a real moment with me because he thought I had ruined my life because I wouldn't get summers off, direct quote. And um, and well, because my dad it, said I would never make it if I didn't go to college. So I'm a failure. <laughs> I went to college and what am I doing with that? <laughs> Big question mark. Um, but it is interesting because I, I felt like I remember the job hopping being the thing, right? Like a little shaming mm-hmm. about the job hopping. It was like, explain these jumps in your resume. And do people even do resumes anymore? I don't know. I don't. It, the job hopping too, it's like, okay, you know, in prior generations, maybe you could have a job for 25 years because you could get like a pension. There were like benefits. But now, you know, especially a lot of millennials graduated in like the worst economic recession since the Great Depression. Like, you know, after the, you know, late 2000s like stock market crash. And like a ton of people got laid off. A ton of people couldn't find a job when they entered the workforce. So it's kind of a funny um, rhetoric that like we need to be loyal to companies companies on principles, but on principle, but what if companies have never been loyal to you? Like, shouldn't you look out for your best interest and go from job to job where it suits you? I don't really think that that's a bad thing, but traditional values kind of label it as a bad thing. Yeah. He was definitely not happy with me. He thought I made the worst decision of my life. I remember. And, and now teaching, can you imagine like I, my teacher friends, I'm just like, bless their souls. It's a lot, a lot, a lot. Yeah. Absolutely. In your book, One in a Millennial, what do you, like, what's the thing that the uh, listeners are going to take the most from reading your book? I think it's a kind of sits at the intersection of two experiences, the generational one being a millennial, but also the uh, a gender one related to being a female and how like the pop culture and media that I loved made me a product of my time as a millennial. But I also think there's a theme throughout girlhood, throughout womanhood, where your interests are kind of dismissed, minimized, you're told things are insignificant, or you're told you simply emotionally responding to things as you being dramatic. And I kind of wanted to honor and really I kind of call it like you know verbally man spreading on the pages like all of the experiences I felt like I should shrink or not be proud of or the things I loved that you know were too mainstream to be sophisticated I kind of just wanted to own and encourage people to like like what you like instead of you know caring about being liked but that's the problem though with our generation though is we're kind of based off of likes because of the social media that we came into yeah, we're very ex- like very external validation driven and the and social media just yeah ab- compounds to the issue. And I think that's kind of part of it is like don't you feel like in as you've gotten older there's you have more confidence and ownership in like who you are, but you mm-hmm. at least I can only speak for myself. I spent my whole life so deeply concerned with how people perceived me. And now I just kind of want to hug myself, you know, and be like like your top 40 music, dress up like the Spice Girls, live your life. <laughs> yeah, wear what you want. Hey there. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is celebrating by highlighting some cool AAPI-owned brands like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. I mean, I love that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. It's important. But you know what? The best reason to check out these brands is that they're just really awesome. Seriously, you need to check them out. And you know what else? You have a great opportunity to open up access to college for AAPI students and help them succeed by donating to APIA scholars. 
APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. You can donate online or just round up your purchase at Macy's when you check out. So do what you can to help. Join Macy's and round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA scholars. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job, not a website, but a person in your community that would help you for free? Choose Express Employment Professionals and that's exactly what you'll get. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to expresspros.com to find the office near you or download the Express Jobs app to get started. With a wide range of opportunities in a variety of industries, from welding to sales, forklift operator to customer service, the team at Express is ready to help you or someone you know take the next career step. Whether you're looking for a contract job for the summer or a new full-time role, turn to Express Employment. Interviewing with Express Employment professionals can be as easy as a phone call, and one application with Express puts you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Don't go in your job search alone. Visit ExpressPros.com today. I wonder this, do you feel like this is something I wonder often. So Jana and I both have three kids and they're all basically the same ages and our girls lead the charge. They are eight years old now. And I wonder, do you feel like our daughters will ever feel what we have felt? Because I actually resonate with what you're saying. I think it was like almost like dream, but dream private because yeah, exactly. it was a very like, it was a man a man's man's world. I mean, it was just, I mean, that's just the culture, right? That's fact, not opinion. Um, so it's interesting because I wonder then, do you think our daughters, do you have kids, Kate? Yeah. Oh, you do? What do you have? I just had a baby in August. So I have a five-month-old, six-month-old son. Oh. Okay, congratulations so to the three of us for even talking publicly while being recorded in postpartum, all three of us. Amen. Yeah. I am just sweating all the time. I'm I've right now. not ever since I gave birth and I never stopped. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I was just telling her, I was like, I stink like the the smellingness. Cause I'm six um sorry, geez, I'm three months postpartum. Jeez, I can't talk. Yeah, and I'm eight months and still sweating. So and then I decided to wear like an actual sweater suit today to try to be <laughs> festive. Um, so do you feel like then our kids grow up even knowing that? Like it it feels refreshing to me that they may never like our girls specifically may never feel that way. Cause we've really taking the narrative in a different direction. I think every like generation has their own pluses and minuses. Like I think one great thing about growing up now, it's like, yeah, you have the con of social media at a formative age, but you have the plus of mental health being an open conversation. Yeah. I think what's unique about being a millennial is like, you, you know, 
we had all the social media came out of nowhere, like halfway through our adolescence, and we weren't talking about mental health. So the harsh level of comparison paired with like, you know, me not understanding the difference between butterflies and like an anxiety disorder, like that didn't work in our favor. So I have hope for younger people that there's a more more transparency around like how you're internalizing the things young girls go through and hopefully more working through it than avoiding it than feeling ashamed. But I also like researched a lot for this book about that age you're talking about eight. And I thought, and I think the themes of girlhood like kind of transcend generations. I read this book called The Confidence Code for Girls. And it talks about how from ages nine to 14, girls' confidence like nosedives and young boys rises. And I think that tween age is so interesting. And I came back a book. I came across a quote that like stopped me in my tracks. It was if life was one long grade school, girls would rule the world because girls are like so disproportionately, amazingly confident. And then these things like in society kind of break down that confidence as they go through puberty. And I think there's still a big message there, like for myself as a parent too, in terms of thinking like keeping that that kind of confidence of girlhood alive. And not making them feel like they need to age out of certain hobbies or interests or, I don't know, you know, that age when all of a sudden you're not looking at the world anymore. You're like staring into a mirror. You're like in dressing rooms. You're so you're aware of boys and all these things. I wrote a lot about that time period in girlhood because I think that's something everybody can relate to. Things really do change. But I love that mm -hmm. wistful age of, yeah, seven, eight, when you're like on a fact finding mission about the world that you don't have access to yet. And yeah. so unafraid. Yeah. So I mean, the quote that I always go back to is, um, who were you before the world told, told you any different, you know? So mm. it's like, yeah, and that's exactly. where it's, I'm very mindful of like trying to be careful of the words that I say, especially because I'm like, I don't want to be the reason why, you know, my kids feel a certain way because I'm the one telling them things. Right. So when I was getting on Jolie the other day for not she just leaves gobs of toothpaste in the sink. And I'm like, for the love of God, animals, please wash. But I'm like, you know, and I'm like, but I have to watch it too. Cause I, cause I'm like, God, what are you like, what are you thinking? You know, like, that's what I want to say. Cause it's just, it's, I don't understand how they, they're just so messy. But I but operated like out of fear at her age. Right. So I was afraid all the time to leave a mess because it was so catastrophic on the other side of things. Mm. Anything that was just, childlike or innocent would just became catastrophic and I should know better and very like shaming. Mm -hmm. And so it's very, I, I do the what same age thing. Do you remember that? Oh, very early. Probably like six, six. Yeah. yeah. Very interesting, but it but did also, like, how do you then like, you don't no. want to go opposite. <laughs> like, Oh, just leave the, leave the mess. <laughs> yeah, I like, know. You know Cause then you're just, they're not, I don't know. So that's just like, that's hard. I feel like we're us all, I think our age essentially, especially when it comes to parenting, feels like we're like bowling without bumpers and we're just trying to like keep it. Like if we hit any pins, it's a win is kind of how I feel right now because, yeah, it's, totally. you know, like there's just so much coming at us, so much coming at them. We're parenting. We have nobody to lean into that's ever parented with the amount of information that comes at us or technology. Mm -hmm. So we are essentially like the, we're the ones everyone will look to, to, to start to ask, but we know nothing and everything at the same time. Totally. When I had a, when I became a mom, everyone told me about mother's instinct, which I do have like in some cases, but I feel like my desire to look for the right answer will like override my instinct. And like my instinct is to Google it. <laughs> That's it. Right. Yeah. It's like overanalyzing <laughs> everything because we just, <laughs> because our scar tissue gets in the way. <laughs> 
Yes. But exactly. let us not forget, we had MapQuest, okay? And I love the LimeWire. Mm. We had LimeWire and all the things, you know. You guys, MapQuest <laughs> got me so busted one time. My best friend and I printed out directions to Michigan State and left them on the desk. Mm. And her mom found them and then asked what we were doing that night. And we we're like totally going to Becky's. And she was like, that's interesting. What's this? <laughs> Paper copy. <laughs> <laughs> early lessons of never having a paper trail I, know. I, I got in trouble for printing out the lyrics to shaggy's it wasn't me and i laughed thinking about my mom seeing in the printer tray like shorty caught me butt naked like banging on the bathroom floor you know remember that song i don't know why oh, yes. you had to print it i think i wanted to memorize it <laughs> why were you printing it kate this is a question you know we we'll never it. know we never will she, she wanted to memorize it did you guys use AOL Instant Messenger? Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. That's how I talked to like <laughs> the high school boyfriends. And the away message mattered. Oh, it did. It was it like, like when we broke right, up, like, delete. I'm done. Away message. <laughs> <laughs> that's so something. That would be, that's like, that's you. Mine was like, don't have the best day ever. <laughs> <laughs> don't talk to me. BRB. <laughs> yeah. Some people use them to share like how busy they were, like, you know, school, V-ball, church, hit the cell. And then some people you like would put up vague emo quotes, like, my hopes are so high that your kiss might kill me, so won't you kill me so I'll die happy? You remember like dashboard, <laughs> which is so extreme, but I did that. I would like tr- uh, be passive aggressive about my feelings toward boys via away message. Cryptic but, like the Kate. ultimate hot girl move was going idle and being like, I am so busy. I I'm grayed out on your buddy list. <laughs> That's what I can't wait to teach, Jolie. It's like the like you don't need to do all that. Like it just don't be available, you know, because that's when they want you. If you're too, and just like, I wish I just enjoyed high school. I was always up on my high school sweetheart and worrying about making sure he was okay. And I'm like, I should just been with my girlfriends. Well, we learned it later. Yeah, we'll pass Way it down later. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Kate. So you have a book, Once in a Millennial. You also have a podcast, Be There in Five. Is that mm-hmm. correct? Yeah. Which I just enjoy. Feels very millennialist. Millennialish. <laughs> Um, what is, what's your like dream of all dreams? If you could like unapologetically, no filter, what does Kate want to do next? WWKD. You know, what's so crazy. And this isn't even like a promotional shtick is like writing that one in Amelia was my dream. And like, I'm kind of a random person, non-celebrity podcaster who had trouble getting through a lot of gatekeepers to like get my work out there and being able to write a book about like things all all things girlish and frivolous and pop culture related is just like such a moment of pride for me and it's been really really cool like to your point about LimeWire like the cover is a burn CD I mean it's just so I, I love being able to like share the experiences I've learned from my listeners over the years and uh, poc- I, I mean I'm sure you guys can relate podcasting is a great gig it's a really cool job and I hope to be able to do it for a while, but with internet careers, you never know. So what's next for me is sustainability of what I have. (laughs) I get that. The church said, amen. (laughs) And Kate, where can our listeners find you? You can find me at my podcast, Be There in Five, wherever podcasts are. And my Instagram is at Kate Kennedy. And yeah, buy one in a millennial wherever books are sold. I recorded the audiobook Nine Months Pregnant. That was a journey. I love it. So we're at a little (laughs) out of breath then because I would... Oh, I yeah. was I was doing mine when I was like still nauseous and I was like and then he <laughs> I'm like, <"Bleh." laughs> I wanted to, like I get it. it's tough uh well thank you Kate so much for coming on wind down we appreciate ha- we, ugh, we appreciate you and um everyone go download her podcast and then get her book one in a millennial
Thank you, guys. Thanks, girl. Appreciate you. Bye, Take Kate. care. Bye. Bye. I love Kate. Hey there, mamas. Everyone knows how it goes. You're giving it your all to breastfeed or pump for your little one. But there are times when you might need a little extra help. That's where traditional medicinals Mother's Milk comes in. Mother's Milk is an organic herbal tea blend designed to support healthy lactation for breastfeeding and pumping moms. Plus, it's caffeine-free. Learn more about Mother's Milk at traditionalmedicinals.com forward slash Mother's Milk. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This project is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. You know, I don't even know where to start with this because... It's the comfort, it's the style, it's the whole look. That's what I love about my Tacovas. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots. And Tacovas is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tacovas boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacovas has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Shop by your local Tacovas store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tacovas.com. That's Tacovas, T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com, and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.